the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Monday. Oh, my. Yeah, it is. And I am so glad to have you guys here with me tonight. I'm super excited. If this is your first time to tune in, I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. And those of you who are not tuning in for the first time that you know me well, you might notice a little bit of excitement in my voice that I haven't had for the past two weeks. And it's because of my great, wonderful President Trump. He had a phenomenal press conference this afternoon, and I'm super excited to share the details of that with you guys. We are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel in spite of the fear-mongering, in spite of the Democrats doing everything that they can to exploit this for power, exploit this for political gain, to get all their little wish list uh, accomplished and transform us into their little Marxist utopia. It's uh, it's not going to turn out that way. So I've got uh, some excitement that I found exciting in President Trump's news conference tonight. I also am still going to continue to dispel some myths that are out there. One of the early myths as a part of the coronavirus crisis was that we're going to be the next Italy. And in spite of all the new information or information that has come out to dispel that myth, the, those who are fear-mongering for power are continuing to prey upon those that have been seized with panic and fear and are continuing to push that narrative. And we've got Tracy Beans with us, who's going to be here from Uncovered D.C., to give even more details as to what actually happened in Italy and why it's not going to be replicated here. I am still, in spite of all the truth and the facts that have been revealed about what's actually gone on in Italy, there's still people. Uh, those facts are not making their way through most of media. And so I think that's a really important uh, fact over fear segment to bring to you guys. Um, and, and also in the course of the Democrats still trying to get more power out of this and exploit it, what's the next industry that they're looking to shut down here in San Diego? I'll give you a little hint. My friend Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners will be here a little bit later. Uh, would love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Did you watch President Trump's tr- press conference? There was a lot of questions about when America will reopen for business. And it made me super excited as well as talk about they busted a few other myths uh, in the press conference today. Um, 888-344-1170, the man who would take your call. He's, he's, a, he's a myth himself. He's like an urban legend. He is the urban legend that is DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. More like a suburban legend. <laughs> but I thought one of the, the myths you were going to dispel was the one that uh, you can kill coronavirus with a hairdryer. <laughs> One of my friends sent that to me, and I said, are, are you serious? And he goes, well, I thought you should know. You know, they, they say you can kill it with a hairdryer. And I was like, come on, man. Like, if that was the case, there would be no problems going on right now. You know, it's just it's crazy how the initial fear-mongering took such root. And then what happens when, you're, when you get caught up? It's so funny you should bring this up because I posted earlier today. I saw a quote from William Shakespeare about fear. And he said, extreme fear... Uh, is is it doesn't end up with flight or um, uh, you know the old expression uh, fight or flight fight or flight and he said when you have extreme fear I'm paraphrasing now, I don't remember the exact quote uh, you neither fly uh, or fight 
And what ends up happening is when you get so seized in a moment of fear, extreme fear, and you're catastrophizing, you will accept any idea of help in the form of protection that comes your way, regardless of how irrational it is, regardless of even whether or not you're, it's even could make the problem worse. And in the case of what's happening here and the overreaction, it, it, as President Trump was talking about today, people, you know, out of fear, it's just human nature when you're in extreme fear to just accept something, thinking that the short term, this offer of protection is going to help, even when it might ultimately provide, you know, actually make things worse in the long run. And I did see that over the weekend, people talking about hair dryers. Heat kills this thing every year when there's viruses. This may be a new virus, but we've been dealing with viruses like forever. And they tend to die off. The reason why we have a flu season is because as things in winter, because as things warm up and heat up, particularly with humidity, uh, it tends to die off. And, you know, as well as sunlight, they're telling you to take your vitamin D and your zinc because sunlight kills. It's the greatest disinfectant, right? Uh, but the people, people are like believing anything out of extreme fear. So that leads me to President Trump's press conference this afternoon. And, um, I, you know, I'm going to have to work in a lot of this throughout the show because I do have some amazing guests to bring on to you, you guys tonight. Um, but starting off, he ultimately ended up being questions about reopening. And before he started taking those questions, he was setting the stage to reopen. I believe that President Trump did the 15 days to give himself a window to go along with what everybody said in terms of social distancing and setting him up to reopen America through the extraordinary ways in which he's worked with the private enterprise and our our free markets and private companies with these PPAs, public-private, you know, um, enterprises and – you know how he, he's got, you know, there was an announcement yesterday that the FDA is coming up with. And we'll have soon a test come out that's really quick that you'll have the response in four hours. Um, he There was an announcement working with private enterprise to get masks. He announced today millions of masks coming our way, pallets of um, um, protective, you know, gear, ventilators, um, hundreds of thousands of doses of cloak chloroquine and z are coming. They talked a lot about cures tonight and how they're working on that. And I, I think that that allowed him to set the stage for reopening America. We must have America reopen. We absolutely have to get America back to work. And when he was pressed for that as for why, he, he didn't give an exact date. And I, and I think it's wise for him to wait till he gets to the 15-day period that he's got coming. Uh, get to that, that 15-day mark. He's getting more data. We're seeing that as tests go, as tests, uh, more and more people are tested. We're seeing the number of cases go up and we're seeing the mortality rate drop. Um, with, all the, with all the supplies coming in, in, in addition to uh, the testing that's being done and all the protective gear and the masks and these doses coming in that have had this cure, which has had phenomenal results, he's setting the stage. To reopen America. And when asking those questions, he, he said, we can do two things at once. And we can't have the cure become worse than the problem. We're going to have to be balanced. And what he said, this whole press conference was so mind-blowingly brilliant. He was showing care and continued measured care and brilliance in terms of attacking a real health crisis while at the same time reassuring Americans that he gets what is being done to the economy. He is not going to allow this to drag on. He is signaling to the American people that we will be in a position to where we will have reached a point in which they see that it's an acceptable level of loss going forward because it is not the United States government's role to make sure and to shut down and destroy this country economically to make sure nobody's granny gets a virus that could kill her. 
We cannot go down that path. We don't do it any other time as lives are being threatened. He actually wrapped up at one point in talking about the number of flu deaths, that we are possibly looking at 50,000 deaths due to the flu. We have Americans die every year in automobiles. We have Americans die every year at many other means that happen in this country. And we, we must we must do what we can dealing with a public health crisis, but we must get Americans back to work. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got Tracy Beans who's going to be with us. She's the editor-in-chief of Uncovered D.C., answering uh, the, the, the myth that's still out there that we're going to be just like Italy. We're going to be just like Italy. I'm, I'm surprised how many people haven't learned yet that that's not going to happen, but that's okay because you know what? That's why we've got people like Tracy Beans coming on to spill the beans as to why we're not going to be Italy. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you recently had a client whose bank told them their debt-to-income was too high. You fixed that and closed it with the same bank. How are you able to do that? Expertise is often the difference. You don't go to the IRS for tax advice. Don't go to your bank for loan advice. So their loan made sense on paper. They had good credit, income, and a lower payment. They should qualify. I think it was just too confusing for the bank teller because they had Social Security, rental income, and even a part-time job. We put their application together correctly and got it closed with the same bank at an even better rate. We're advocates for our clients, helping them understand and standing by them all the way through closing. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888 888- 499-9502. 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you are a voting age believer, trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using BiblicalVoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click BiblicalVoter.com, then pray and obey. 
We have a crisis here at Toyota Carlsbad. Oh, no, not the coffee machine again. No, it's our huge inventory of new Toyotas. I just got the word from you-know-who. Who? Who? You know. Oh. We're going to have a big sales event. Big, sir? And we're going to give folks... Big savings? Big, big savings on our entire inventory of new Toyotas, all makes, all models. Bigger savings than we offer every day? I'm talking amazing lease specials, low APR financing, factory rebates. But how do I, I... Do whatever you have to do. Yes, sir. Toyota Carlsbad sales team. Yes. Word has come down from you know who. Who? You know. Oh. In making deals, do whatever you have to do. Uh, you don't mean we should. Do whatever you have to do. Now through March 31st, you'll get big savings during Toyota Carlsbad's Spring Sales Challenge. Help us sell over 800 cars this month. Save with lease specials or a low APR financing. Details online at toyotacarlsbad.com. You better hurry because Toyota Carlsbad is doing whatever, whatever we have to do. do. Right. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota Carlsbad. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans. Saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderlands Cybersecurity. Protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight at the open of the show. Before the break, we were talking about Trump's phenomenal press conference this afternoon. And his questions about reopening America, he didn't give an exact date, but he said it's going to be weeks, not months. We absolutely cannot, our economy cannot sustain months-long shutdown like this. Absolutely not. President Trump said we cannot put ourselves in a position where the cure is worse than, than the problem, than the illness. And when you look at what the Democrats did and what they tried to do with this bill, and we're going to get into some of the details later, it's absolutely clear that the Democrats don't care. This ain't about anybody's health. The Democrats are doing what they always do with the crisis. They're exploiting it for power. We've got to continue, and and, and with their media counterparts, who continue to push lies and false narratives to fear-monger and prey upon the hearts and the minds of the, the American people, it's just absolutely revolting and disgusting. One of the worst myths that's continuing to be pushed is that we're going to be the next Italy. We're only 10 days behind Italy, and that's exactly what's going to happen here. we got to keep the shutdown of America, giving the Democrats complete control over our economy. It was an area that was touched on in the press conference, and we're going to expand on it in a moment with Tracy Beans, editor-in-chief of Uncovered DC. The Dr. Burrs, I think her name is, the gal's head's always up, hair's always up. She worked on the HIV. I don't remember her name. DJ Carrot Sticks can probably find it for me over the break. But she, she touched on Italy a little little bit and said that uh, they're, um, they, how did she put it? She, 99% mortality over 50 with pre-existing conditions. And that in Italy, um, most of them had at least three or more existing conditions. Um, I want to touch on one other myth that she busted before we talk to Tracy Beans. Uh, we had a guest on our show recently. It was one of the people that early on his guess, which was so reckless and irresponsible, was that 40 to 65 million Americans were going to get this. And she finally addressed that today. She might have addressed it before in a press conference. I didn't hear. But she said the only way that could happen, the only way that could happen would be those projections were, were based on three iterations, meaning Three years, basically, three seasons of this, and with no interaction or intervention on the part of the government. Nothing to stop the spread of it. 
No vaccines, no therapeutics developed, nothing. We was, we, the United States was just going to let it run rampant. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. So um, that's another myth that was busted. I want to turn to Italy because I was even getting text messages from dear friends of mine this weekend that are still thinking that we might possibly be Italy. Tracy Beans, editor-in-chief of Uncovered DC, is here. Hi, Tracy. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, thanks for having me tonight. Okay, so Italy. I'm still got people saying, you know what? Well, you know, I'm, we got to do everything we can to continue to keep America shut down so that we don't become Italy. You've got a great piece out about Italy. Can you share with everybody what really went on with Italy and why that's not to be replicated here? Absolutely. So in the early 80s, Chinese immigration to Italy began in earnest. They went to um, northern Italy to the, the textile industry. They started working for Italian um, Italian textile companies producing goods and then figured out that they could do it cheaper and better themselves. And so illegal immigration really ramped up um, along with legal immigration. And the Chinese kind of took over the textile industry in northern Italy. There are over 300,000 registered um, immigrants in Italy with hundreds of thousands more there illegally. Um, It's the greatest epicenter of them in all of Europe, actually. And they just recently, in March of 2019, Italy entered into an agreement with China called One Belt, One Road, which was basically China's bailout of Italy's economy. They revitalized northern ports. They came in and there was a a trade agreement between the two uh, countries. So Italy has been propped up by China. Um, So much so that in February, right as this disease was ramping up and right as people were returning back from China, um, immigrants coming over, people who had gone back for the new year, coming back over to Italy, etc. The mayor of Florence, which is where sort of the epicenter of this breakout was, did a campaign called Hug a Chinese, where they played Chinese propaganda videos, Chinese videos made by the government of China, encouraging Italians to hug their Chinese neighbors, to hug their Chinese you know, countrymen. And so it was filmed and there was tons of video all over social media of people walking up to Chinese people and hugging them. And there's a a growing number of folks who now think that this was one of the major spreads, major causes of the spread of this virus in Italy, the opposite of social distancing at the behest of the Chinese government. So basically, we've got hundreds of thousands. I knew uh, some of the reasons why I knew that this had happened in Italy was that, you know, the average age is people in their 80s. They're smokers. They had they had a major flu epidemic at the end of January. I think they had at the end of January, 488,000. And they don't have primary care doctors. And everybody who's sick with the flu, you've got the second oldest population in the world you know, flooding the hospitals in January with the flu and then they're smokers and they're in their 80s. I knew all that. I didn't know about all the Chinese that had basically taken over these areas. And I mean, you actually talk about in your article about there's some neighborhoods that are like almost entirely Chinese. And many of these residents there had come been flying back and forth to China in the middle of the Wuhan epidemic. Nobody's talking about that. People are talking about how Italy didn't shut off travel from China, but nobody's explained the depth of the Chinese population there and what this meant for the spread. Yes, it's massive. And, you know, a lot of those flu cases, it's the same thing that we heard um, in the press conference today, that there were a lot of, quote, respiratory illnesses that were attributed to the flu, even here in the United States, that were likely this virus, but just Mm -hmm. wasn't identified as this virus. So we've got a mishmash of things going on, coupled with, again, this unfettered entry and exit of Chinese Italians or even Chinese, you know, that are going there 
just to work um, and send money back. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of corruption wrapped up in this, too. I mean, there was a huge money laundering case that was settled by the Bank of China. Um, lots and lots of money has been laundered through Bank of China from Italy. So it's a much bigger story than just, oh, my gosh, Italy got hit so hard because they're old and they're not that healthy and they have socialized medicine. A lot more of it has to do with the fact that the population there is Chinese. Yeah. Um, so, so where are they at now with, with, with this? Because I, I don't know recent numbers, but, you know, I, it's still spiking. They're one of the only countries that hasn't gotten past the curve. To me, the bottom line for this story is, you know, we are not going to become Italy. I don't know, you know, um, I also know that another aspect of the story I haven't talked about much is that the healthcare workers there as well, uh, you know, got so got sick and so they were out. Um, yeah. So you know, of course, you the hospitals were already overwhelmed due to the flu, what they thought was the flu at the time. They don't have primary care doctors, and then they had all their the, all their healthcare workers get sick. I also heard that the the way that they report deaths on the death certificates is you've got all these mm-hmm. Italians with all these multiple, at least three underlying issues. And what they've been doing is recording the deaths as if they had all these underlying issues and coronavirus, they just said, well, the death was due to coronavirus. So right. that's and skewed. That's the, right. And so that has skewed the numbers as well. And it's all fed into fear mongering here to make Americans want to continue to keep the government, the, uh, the, the government in control in these shutdowns, which is destroying our economy. And President it, Trump it, it, a- answered some questions today about reopening it. And we need to get Americans back to work, Tracy. No, I agree. And I think that we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, if there's anybody to be at the helm of this at this point in time, I think President Trump's the perfect person, especially dealing with, you know, the, the, the perceived threat, which is China. You know, the, there's, there's a reason why China's sending so much aid and help to Italy. And I, I don't think that it's necessarily because they're such caring people. You know, they're not <laughs> reporting new, new illnesses in, in China, in Wuhan now. They're stopping, stopping the testing. And I'm left to wonder, if they don't care about the spread of this virus now, why the overport, why the outcry, why the, you know, sort of um, robust containment measures that they put into place, unlike anything we've ever seen this nation do before in January? Why? Was it real? Did they do? Did they over-exaggerate on purpose to cause this reaction? You know, there's a lot more digging to be done here, and I think that President Trump has really been doing his homework in that aspect as well. Absolutely, I, I can't imagine going through this with uh, gropey, dopey Joe Biden, who can't even get get a sentence out. And we, you know, we're so we're so fortunate that we've got a businessman. He's proving every day to me why it was wise for Americans to bring in a businessman because what he's done in working with the private sector to, to in this past during this 15 day period of which he asked people to stay at home to me was a setup for him to reasonably be able to reopen America with an assurance that we our hospital systems have the supplies that they need. We've got a cure underway that yes, absolutely is saving lives. We've got a vaccine on its way. We've got testing, uh, you know, being expedited through private enterprise, which is going to be able to give quick results. And so I think America is going to be open for business fairly quickly. Tracy, I hope to have you back as we continue to look at, at China. I love your reporting and delving into China's role in more than, uh, than just the obvious. And I appreciate your being here. Thanks so much for having me. It was great to be here. All right. Um, thank you. Okay, so y'all stay tuned because, you know what, we got good news coming out of the Trump administration, but that ain't stopping the Democrats because it's all about exploiting it for power. What's the way that they're going to, next industry they're going to try to shut down, gain control over? Michael Schwartz will be here to answer San Diego County gun owners. Don't go away. 
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book, Financial Detox, and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program. Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at IDAWealth.com. That's IDAWealth.com. With so much uncertainty everywhere you look, sometimes we can forget to stay on top of the routine things in our everyday life. Rubner Transmission in Oceanside wants to remind you that no matter what you may hear online or in the news, they will be there to help keep your car running strong and reliably. They have decades of experience to handle everything from an oil change to an engine rebuild. Find them on the corner of Mission and El Camino Real, or give them a call at 760-231-1354. That's 760-231-1354. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Don't you love that feeling when you've just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, Oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you so you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Greetings, Answer San Diego listeners. It's Ed Martin here. You know, every day we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. That's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory. It's an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. The Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local, like-minded businesses. The idea is very simple. When we find businesses that we'd like to recommend, we'll add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next time you're looking to connect with businesses that
that share your values, visit the Answer San Diego Business Directory. You can help grow our community, too. If you know a business that should be on our directory, please have them list their business today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. It's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com, click on the Business Directory link, and start your search today. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, and just click on that directory link. Thanks for all you do for our community. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. Did you watch President Trump this afternoon? Are you like seeing a light at the end of the tunnel like I am that we're going to get America back reopened? We've got definitely got to control a handle on this situation, plans in place, everything being restocked. I am. I felt really great about that. The problem that I had is that, uh, you know, we are a republic of states. We understand that. And President Trump said that, you know, he's he's leaving a lot of decisions to the local level as well as these governors. And that ain't good news necessarily for those of us here in California where we are under, you know, in California here. And uh, they they seized upon this and started shutting down businesses everywhere they could. And they ain't got any plans to reopen it in spite of the fact that we we still do not have one death in San Diego. A San Diego. Let me and let me clear this up for you. Yes, a San Diego resident died of coronavirus. He was in his 70s, but he died in Santa Clara. We still have not had one one death in San Diego. Our hospitals are not overrun. I think it's time to reopen business. And the more that these businesses have been shut down. And, and the fear-mongering and the exploitation for power. And the more that we Americans see other Americans panicking, there's been a lot of fear that have come about for people's ability to protect themselves as we go through this. And it's caused a lot of hoarding, not just in, in uh, regular stores, but in gun shops as well. Here to discuss this is Michael Schwartz. He's the executive director of San Diego County Gun Owners Pack, and he joins me now. Hey, Michael, welcome back to the show. How you doing? Well, I'm good in one way. I'm excited that I can see that President Trump is understands that, you know, it's about balance. You know, we cannot make sure that nobody's granny or anybody with an underlying, you know, condition ever catches this virus. We've done everything that we can. We got to start making plans to reopen America. But in the meantime, Michael, we still have these Democrats still wanting to shut down entire industries, including gun sales. And we've got while we've got panicked Americans thinking, you know what, we if things are getting crazy. I need to be able to get a gun to protect myself. What's going on? Yeah, and this is not San Diego or California specific. This is going on across the entire nation. Basically, uh, you know, Americans are getting the message that emergency services are uh, tied up, maybe not even available. Um, they're getting the message that uh, people are losing their jobs and their savings account, and they're getting the message that. Uh, the, the shelves are empty at stores, and that's a, all three of those. That's a recipe for uh, for making people real scared. And uh, you know, the only thing, the, the effective tool for self defense is the firearm. So in those conditions, uh, we're having a ton of people who didn't own a firearm before are now going to a gun shop and saying, "Hey, I need to be able to defend myself. I need to buy a firearm." Yeah. So in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, most gun shops, their uh, sales have spiked three, four, five hundred percent, and these are eighty, ninety percent of their sales are brand new gun owners. People didn't own a gun before, 
And unfortunately, uh, Supervisor Nathan Fletcher is threatening to shut these gun shops down, actually with uh, arrest of the gun shop owner or, or fine of the gun shop owner, because they aren't specifically spelled out as essential, according to the governor's uh, order. Um, even though I think there's a very strong case to be made that, of course, these are essential and, of course, it fits in with the governor's order. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing more essential, first of all, than my freedoms that are guaranteed to me under the United States Constitution, but also my ability to defend myself. This is just the the exploitation for power to turn us into uh, simpering, begging for um, provisions, uh, you know, citizens here in California is disturbing to me. And they, they've they been looking for a way in which they could get control over us and in particular get our guns from us for a long time. And, um, you know, I, I've been surprised and disappointed by a number of conservatives that have supported the notion under the guise of the government, you know, protecting our health. You know, that's always been the inroads or always been the way in which the Democrats wanted to, to turn us over into a Marxist state. I mean, the idea, Michael, that we have government officials who are still collecting a paycheck, by the way. You know, the very people that shut down the businesses and cost you your job, Americans, they're still getting a paycheck, right? But the, the think that, that in the United States of America, Michael, that we have government officials deciding what businesses are essential and allowed to stay open or not. Have we not already arrived at Marksville? Yeah, it really is the whole thing. I mean, you know, I, I'm not an expert in public policy in general. I'm, I'm an expert in activism and Second Amendment. But this whole situation has truly baffled me. And I just I just don't I don't know. I think that we're going to be talking about uh, what goes on here uh, for, for generations. I think that this is this is a, a real big deal. But uh, what my immediate interest is, is making sure that people who need to defend their life and need to defend their family are able to do that. So I want to make sure that these shops stay open. And by the way, this isn't the County of San Diego. This isn't, uh, you know, every leader in San Diego, this is really just Nathan Fletcher. Um, the uh, Jim Desmond supervisor, Jim Desmond and, and Kristen Gaspar uh, have been very supportive of, of gun shops staying open. The sheriff has been very supportive of gun shops staying open. Um, so it really, I, I got to tell you, in time of crisis, it really clarifies just how important it is to get the right people elected locally, yes. not just vote for a Republican or not just vote for, you know, a party or whatever, but really vet out and figure out and make sure that the right people are getting elected. I, you know, Nathan Fletcher has been a disaster <laughs> for years. And, and for him, yeah. you know, I, look, th- this is a very tense situation. And I, I've been I've been nervous and worried in the past week. And I'll, I'll bet you have, too, Andrea. And for a, an elected official like Nathan uh, Fletcher to come out and, you know, pour gas on the fire, to put doubt in people's minds, to, to make people fear even more is extremely irresponsible. And I, I just can't believe I wish he would tamp down the rhetoric. I wish he'd change his mind on Second Amendment issues. And and frankly, I I wish he'd shut up. Well, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, I uh, heard of uh, through a friend that a gal, an acquaintance of mine was hiding food in her Christmas decoration boxes. And she was getting single mom of four. And so she was, you know, the more she saw people hoarding and saw the panic and the irrational fear that was going on, she decided, you know what, what happens when and and you're you're seeing shelves still bare. 
you know, we're not having a lot of replenishment. And she got fearful. What if somebody came and decided, you know, that they were going to break down her door? So she hid all of her stuff, her, uh, her extra food, canned goods and stuff in, in decoration boxes. And then she tried to go buy a gun and she was surprised to find out there was a waiting period. It was like, why can't I get a gun? There's some videos online of gun owners that are getting frustrated because people are coming into their stores thinking they're going to come in and get a gun right then. And then they're and then they're pressuring the the gun store owners and getting upset and angry because they're panicked and they're getting they're getting frustrated and angry. Remind everybody what the laws are, at least here in San Diego County, in terms of acquiring a gun. So there are a lot of laws that apply to this situation. First off, one of the reasons that people are are having to go uh, purchase a firearm is that it is illegal to loan a firearm. So you know, even gun owners who have two, three, or four. Uh, firearms, if they wanted to loan one to somebody just so they were able to protect themselves until the crisis is over, they're not allowed to do that. That's committing a felony in the state of California. Not any other state, just the state of California. But if you do want to purchase a firearm, you'd go to a a, a gun shop. You'd have to take a test. Um, You'd have to get a background check. Um, You'd have to go through a 10-day wait period. Um, You'd have to uh, fill out an application uh, and pay a fee. Um, there's there's a lot to it when it comes to getting a firearm. And then after the 10-day wait period, if you pass the background check, uh, you'd have to prove that you can properly uh, function uh, the firearm. You'd have to prove that you're safe with it before they let you actually take it home. Yeah, so these things are important to know because there there was a viral video going around. This guy was like, I'm tired of people, you know, I mean, he's feeling the pressure of all these panicked people coming in, uh, you know, trying to, well, if I give you more money today, if I pay twice for the gun, can I take it out yeah. today? And um, we've got people panicked buying up all the ammunition. So now we've got, you know... Uh, an issue possibly of the fact that, yeah, you're able to get a gun, but now you can't buy any ammo for it. Where are we at with that? We've got a minute left. Uh, well, ammunition is, is uh, I know they're getting, every shop's getting more and more every day. Um, you do have to go through a background check to buy ammunition. It costs an additional dollar per purchase. It is an instant background check, though, so it shouldn't take more than a couple of minutes. Unless you, you, unless the DOJ, the California DOJ, has no record of you, then it could take up to, I think it's 20 days to get that background check done. Uh, but there is a background check with ammo, but you, you can still find ammo in different shops, and you can walk out with ammo that day after an instant background check. Well, you know, I, I think that President Trump's going to get America reopened as soon as possible, but he doesn't control the state of California. I think that whatever happens in terms of reopening America, what happens with the coronavirus, it's a good reminder of our, why we need our Second Amendment rights, why we need to make sure that we're, we're able to protect ourselves in a crisis, whatever the cause and whatever's coming up. And you cannot think that you're going to be able to wait, walk into a gun, gun store that day and walk out with a weapon. And it's also a reminder of why every aspect of this crisis is now, like you said, it's more important than ever for us to make sure that we know exactly who we're voting for. We can't just vote for anybody because they have an R after their name. Look at Nathan Fletcher. He was a Republican, then he was an independent. Now he's like a far left commie kook. You know, you got to really, you know, um, of course he was a liar too. So then there's that. So there's only so much you can vetting when you vet when you're dealing with somebody like that. Um, but this has certainly made things crystal clear for a lot of voters as we go into November. Michael Schwartz, tell everybody how they can find your organization, get involved, become a member, and make sure that they're able to know everything that they need to know about their Second Amendment rights. 
Absolutely. Check us out at San Diego County gunowners.com. San Diego County gunowners.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we have monthly meetings. Uh, we have all kinds of events, educational, political. But we really need everybody in San Diego County who values their Second Amendment rights to become a member. It's as uh, easy as 10 bucks a month. Uh, and you can join online on our website, San Diego County gunowners.com. Thank you for being here and for all you do for our freedoms. Thank you, Andrea. All right. Now, uh, stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to get into these Democrats, talking about Democrats exploiting power. In, in, did you really think that they cared about saving lives? Did you think that that was any of this about, was it what it was about? Anything at all about the Democrats? Well, if you if you were under that little naive assumption, stay tuned. We're going to talk about uh, what went down with the relief bill. More Andrea K. Show coming up, 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Wouldn't you love to give your child, grandchild, niece, or nephew a high-quality private education? How about for half price? Well, the answer San Diego's half-price tuition is back. You can choose from tons of private schools, preschool, high school, even college, all registering for the 2020 and 2021 semesters. You could even save thousands of dollars like these happy families. I looked into half-price tuition, and he will be attending a school because we were able to take advantage of the half-price tuition. We appreciate everything that you guys did for us, and we're happy that I came together for our family. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Pick the school you want, then call us at 858-535-1210. That's 858-535-1210 so you can lock in your half-price tuition. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com right now to see all the schools participating. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver, 
drivers and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-218-6440. 800-218-6440. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Deeply oversold stocks and down 3% today, 31% this year, and down 34% from record highs posted just six weeks ago. Discounting and pricing in the bottom line damage from this lockdown of our way of life over the corona flu madness of the crowd. But today, there are signs that there is maybe a little light at the end of the tunnel. Let's face it, how long are we going to tolerate takeout food? The Fed steps up with unlimited liquidity and a $300 billion quantitative easing program. Congress, once partisan haggling is finished, is ready with an over $2 trillion aid package. While jobless claims should top $2 million on Thursday versus 70000 last week, but that's already priced in. Yet, a lot of companies want to hire twenty to 150,000 people. Boeing up 11% today, falling 80% from the 737 MAX problem a year ago, but gets a buy call from Goldman Sachs as they see a bottom there. And uh, cases may rise in the flu problem as we ramp up testing. While this flu may be no more lethal, maybe less than the previous one, like swine flu. If true, the madness of the crowd is confirmed. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You know, I forgot on Friday. Usually I do my Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, you know, there was so much, you know... I think Donald Trump just needs to be made, you know, the perpetual hero in chief, uh, hero of the week for now. And so much stink. Um, The perpetual stink of the week for my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks is a certain mayor. And so, uh, yeah. (laughs) So that mayor, San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner, made an announcement today that he is using uh, at the county or city briefing today, the number one issue that they seem to care about was not putting San Diego businesses back to work. We have not had one death. We only have 200 cases in San Diego of the coronavirus. No deaths at all. We do not have a rush of people in respiratory distress at our hospitals. And the only thing that our local, our local elected officials care about is a homeless population that hasn't been affected. So then they decide to you know, solve something that's not a problem. And they decide, according to Kevin Faulkner, that what he needs to do is take over the convention center and house all the homeless there. So, DJ Carrot Sticks, you've had a couple hours now to ponder this. What do you think about this? Well, reading up on this, the one thing that I found amazing is that uh, just for just for having two dozen events canceled, that's going to cost our economy $230 million. Oh, wow. So that's pretty crazy. But. Uh, the, the first thing that I came to my head was, you know, honestly, when these homeless people are on the street, 
they normally don't congregate like on more than 10 people. Usually they're pretty isolated. If anything, they're by themselves. And, you know, every once in a while you'll see them in a group of maybe five or so. But to stick so many of them together in the convention center, to me, doesn't seem like a good idea. Nathan Fletcher's putting them in hotels. To me, that seems like you can isolate them a little bit better. But sticking them, you know, thousands of them inside the convention center, I think, is a bad idea. It's it's a solution looking for a problem. It's actually a, talk about the cure being worse. So you're going to take over a convention center. You've shut down events. You've shut down events and cost us hundreds of millions of dollars. And now you're going to do what was a mistake at the Superdome in New Orleans is you're going to put all these homeless people there, put them all together, which is which is supposed to do what? Except have have a convention center that should be getting that should be gearing up for events coming up because we're going to be reopening this country because we do not have the worst case scenario models based on guesses, as the doctor said today, are not going to happen. Will we have people die? Yes, we've lost. But we have lost less than 500 people since this coronavirus hit the United States in six weeks. We lost a thousand U.S. citizens, a thousand Americans last last week from the flu last week. This is this we're we're at the point of irrational insanity. We and and uh, dealing with the homeless population, we need to get Americans back to work. We don't need to be putting homeless up. We need that's not a solution to the homeless problem. See what's happening is Faulkner is trying to leave the legacy of him solving the homeless problem. So he's exploiting this crisis as a way to try to come up with something so he can leave office saying I got the homeless off the street. Are, do you when do you think that they will ever get out of the convention center DJ Caristics? Well that's the thing. Once you put them in there then there will be some advocacy groups that say, well, we can't put them back out on the street until we have permanent housing for them. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, we are we are a state to where we actually had a judge say, you know what? You remember the moms for homes or whatever that squatted in a home that was empty because it was it had it was part of a, a, a real estate trust. And their uh, their mindset is. That no homeless person should be if if there's a house out there that's sitting empty, the homeless have a right to it. So then, what happens next? How do we get them out? Where are they going to put them? They're going to take over. They're going. Are they going to go along with that plan for the homeless uh, moms for homes? To where they're going to go around and see where there's an empty home and put them there? Are they going to dump them back out on the street? All all Faulkner has done with this is create more problems down the road for citizens when we do not have this. We had and we had a far worse problem with the homeless back when he had hepatitis C running through the homeless that then got how many Americans sick and hepatitis C. Talk about a compromised system when you get a hep C. Because it's rare for it to go into remission. This is the insanity going on with our elected officials who and every one of them, by the way, is collecting a paycheck. Every one of them is collecting a paycheck while they're doing damage to us economically. Um, Our buddy Kurt Schlichter did a great article in town hall. He's so funny. Um, And it was, and you know, it's, it's a interesting time. And I love this article because it really talks about, um, you know, the government's telling us what businesses are essential and which ones aren't. And his article is all about us, us realizing who's essential in our country and who isn't. Uh, He goes on to say, some people who are useless, performance artists, diversity consultants, magic crystal healers, sociology TAs, members of the mainstream media, and gender unspecified entity, entities who brew kale kombucha. Who, who really matter are soldiers, nurses, truckers, cops, the guy who stocks the shelves at Ralph's, farmers, and that dude rebuilding your roof. 
The Chinese bat soup flu, he says, has clarified some of the blurred lines between what is important and what is frivolous garbage. Our elite, he says, is full of self-important morons who contribute nothing but more dumb in a time when the only thing we have is a surplus of dumb. Did you guys see Kennedy today? Louisiana, Representative Kennedy today? He said that he talked about the brain being so such an amazing organ and how it, it, it as it begins to form inside the mother's womb and how it continues to grow and how just amazing it is with its brilliance and that somehow it stops working when people get to Congress. It was hilarious. I see a little smirk from you, DJ Carrot Sticks. But when you look at what went on with Congress, we have the government arbitrarily shutting down certain industries, putting people out of work. Destroying our economy with fear mongering in the in the media, and then when it's time for the and then at the, at the notion that the government is supposed to the government who shut it down and created the economic problem is going to offer some relief to it, uh, you know, and and many conservatives disagree with Trump's idea of relief and his administration in terms of cash payments to people and you know uh, interest relief to small business loans. You look at what the Democrats tried to do. Here's just a couple of items. Get a whole load of this, DJ Kirstis. This is their idea of solving the economic crisis from the coronavirus. Um, full offset of airline emissions by 2025. Um, let's see. Uh, corporate pay statistics um, by race and race statistics for all corporate boards at entities receiving assistance. Bailing out of all current debt of the Postal Service. Required early voting. Can you help me to understand, DJ Carrot Sticks, why requiring early voting will protect us from the coronavirus? None of those things you listed. I can't connect any of those things. Yeah. Required same-day voter registration. Can How does that help small businesses who've been destroyed because Gavin Newsom decided to decide what was essential to stop and what wasn't? Even if you think that that was a good idea to shut down these businesses, can you help me to understand? How in the world same-day voter registration or requiring that any, any, any business that gets any help has to have a third of its board of directors to be chosen by the employees? When do you think that they'd ever get any checks, any relief? Yeah, you're laughing because that's how insane this is. This is your Democrat Party. Remember in November as you were suffering or if you know somebody who lost their job like one of my best friends did on Friday. Single mom. Or if you know somebody whose husband was furloughed for 90 days because of shutting down the events across the country cost his company $500 million. You, you, think, you think to yourself, when you go into the polls and you go to vote, who really gives a crap about you? Who gives a crap about this coronavirus? People are hurting. They're desperate. People can't feed their kids because they've been laid off. Um, oh, retirement, <laughs> retirement plans for community newspaper employees. Why community newspapers? Because they're largely liberal, DJ Carrot Sticks. Could that well, be it? I do like my Beach and Bay Press. Yeah. $15 minimum wage at companies receiving assistance. Permanent paid leave at companies receiving assistance. This is a complete Marxist takeover of our free market enterprise system out there. This is absolutely, absolutely disturbing. Out there, but I'm glad it's like it's like uh, Schlichter said. I mean, this is the time that really highlights the differences in the party. It really shows who really cares and what the options are, who matters and who doesn't. I'm telling you, you dudes out there in construction and you plumbers and you people who drive trucks. I don't think I don't think you dudes have ever been more attractive to people out there. Carrot sticks. I don't know.
Oh, I mean, that's those are the unsung heroes, the guys that are still working. They absolutely are. Of course, our healthcare workers are. Um, but yeah. And you know, you guys are Unsung Heroes because you tune in every night to my show. I appreciate you so much. We're going to be right back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Wash your hands. Make good choices.